0: This is episode 397. Welcome to Design Recharge. I'm your host, Diane Gibbs, and today is a rapid recharge. That means I'm alone and I'm teaching you something. I have been in a cocoon or in a silo, maybe not a silo, but I've been in a restorative, changing, transformation place. And I wanted to kind of tell you a little bit about what I've been learning. So I am working on a ton of things about myself, and as you may or may not know, I have been rather quiet on social media, f- participating in or posting, and I have always struggled with being able to post. Um, I'm able to post and you know lift up somebody else, and whoever I'm interviewing, I love doing those posts, but I tend... I have tended to hold back from something that I'm trying to get at. I don't know. I feel like I'm too big for my britches or what are they going to think about me? Or I worry too much about these things, which we're going to get into in a little bit. But I am inspired by many people and I spend time with people each week and people I bring on the show, uh, people I work with, people. Movies, Rudy, I love Rudy or other, you know, inspiring stories that I see all the time. Artists that I see. Um, And for me, most 2021, I have been super quiet on social media, whether it's responding or posting. And but the whole time, the only thing I really post has been design research, me telling you about what's coming up the next week or camp or mindset reboot, which will be coming up in March. Um, and those things that I I don't, it's difficult for me. I'm sorry to like, try to grab my thoughts here. It's difficult for me to be the one that I don't want someone to think, who does she think she is? Granted, how can I help anybody if I'm never telling anybody anything? Now, if it's one-on-one, me and you, holy moly, I'm going to give you my opinion, right? But why am I so afraid to put that opinion? And I think a lot of people deal with this. I don't think it's just me, but I mean, I'm kind of out there already and I'm totally not doing this. I'm totally quiet. I'm totally holding back. And I'm not really sure why I, I know part of it has to do with being humble and I, but I don't think that that's what this is. I don't believe that, I don't believe that that is humility in what it, in not sharing these things. I think it's, I have not taken enough time to reflect on what I wanted to talk about or to plan for what I could do a series about. Now I have in the past, but it hasn't been super consistent. So I am working on some new things for 2021. And one of them is challenges. And we're going to do some challenges, hopefully together. And one is me being able to really dive in and teach you something and work through something either that I've worked through or that I've seen in a lot of places or something uh, with other people or, or something I am currently working through. And I am inspired by so many people. And I just took that as the only thing that I was doing, the only thing that I was sharing. And I think it's important, but I think it's, it's absolutely important and it maybe isn't done enough, but I don't believe that that's the only thing I need to to be known for. So in, in the 1980s, there was a a movie called cocoon and it came out and um it was about these old people i think they were in a retirement community or whatever i don't remember the whole thing but they would sneak into this pool and these this pool indoor pool had like these i don't know it looks like these big things off the bottom of the ocean they had like a whole bunch of stuff on them and but when they got out of the pool. they felt better. Like they felt like something was healed. If they were sick, it's healed. If they were, they feel like they were younger. They felt like they had a ton of energy and they just, they were different. So they kept coming back to the pool. And what it was, was these aliens had come and they were collecting their family members or friends or whatever. And then they would come in and they would take off their, I'm totally ruining the movie if you haven't seen the movie. I don't remember what the end is, can't remember because i haven't watched it again but i watched a bunch of trailers yesterday as i was prepping for this um but anyway so they're like these glowing creatures and they take off their human skin and so the, they could you know go around and they speak english and nobody knows they're an alien unless you see them pull their skin down and they're just this glowing creature anyway i digress a cocoon. And the reason these old people came into the pool was there was that it was a transformation. And I think that's what happens. You know, a big worm, caterpillar or whatever goes in into being very, very vulnerable. They've eaten a whole bunch, they've prepared, they make the cocoon as protected as they can be. And then they, they are processing, they are transforming they are no longer that wormy thing. They are completely different. And I mean, even they, they weigh differently. They have, I mean, completely different features. And it's amazing to be honest. And I think we go through cocoon periods in our lives. And I think sometimes we have cocoon periods maybe in our personal life. And not in our work, and then sometimes we have them in our work, but not in our personal life, and and sometimes it's all at once, and that can be overwhelming for a lot of people. I know maybe your spouse, but it also could be overwhelming for you if it's happening to you or if it's happening to somebody near you. So, I you know what I normally do, and what I've done for almost ten years, you know, it's been it will be four hundred episodes. The first episode in twenty twenty two, and you know, that's, that's a lot to me. It's a lot. That's 10 years is a lot to be doing something. You know, I'm thinking like, what, what have you done? What have, what else have I done for 10 years? And I'm like, yeah, I've drawn, but not consistent. Right. I love that I've been consistent about this, but it hasn't been great. Meaning I could have made it better. I could have structured it better. So in, why haven't I like reflected on this before? Oh, I sort of feel embarrassed about it, to be honest. Anyway, but that is the part of what happens in the cocoon. Somebody was giving me a hard time yesterday that I have been like completely not on social media at all, which I haven't since camp. And somebody else said, "Well, I think since mindset reboot, you were posting all the time for that, and now you are You post nothing. You really didn't post much much about camp." And again, it's one of those hurdles for me posting about something that is, it has to do with me. And what I don't want is for people to think, oh man, anytime she comes and talks, it's always, she's selling us something. But in the end, because I'm never talking about things regularly, then that is inevitably when I come on, when I'm trying to sell you something, camp or power station or This new thing is the Accelerant program, but today I'm not selling anything. And there will be many other times when I'm not trying to sell anything, but I am calling myself out. You can hold me accountable that I am trying to express some of the things that I really passionate about. And some of those things I am passionate about that you probably are discounting some, some skill or some natural talent that you have. That other people don't have you just don't know what you think. It's so easy for you, it's so natural to you that you don't think it's anything. But I talk to a lot of people and I know what's natural, I know what's natural to me, and I can tell what's that. It's those things are not always natural to other people, there so it's good to reflect, it's good to be that mirror to hold up to someone else, right? So, this whole thing is about tracking success or, or tracking my progress, tracking um, progression, uh, it, just tracking, tracking what you're doing. And, and you know there's lots of ways to track things. And I think most of us probably track some things the same. We might track how much money we're making. But at some point, if we're making the money that we need to survive and to thrive, um, it's not uh, as much of a urger or something that's really getting behind us that h- helps us to move forward. We actually, we need something else. So it's how are you measuring the impact that you're making? And are you doing this on a weekly basis? Are you doing this on a monthly basis? Are you doing it on a yearly basis? Right? Maybe we need to track it a little bit more and- one of the things that i do I, i've learned a lot from having groups this is that we are ending the seventh season of power station right now and as i transition going into a new season or or the new season of the accelerant program and and adjusting how things are is it's difficult it's difficult to change it's difficult to um, try something different, but in seven seasons I've seen, and I do some two sometimes. So there's been, I think since season four, I've had two at a time. So there's been a day and a night and I've seen things, I've tried things, different things in each group. And I've, by being willing to try some things and not be all perfect, I've been able to see things and see what helps people, what helps people grow, Anyway, it's been fantastic. And I want to share some of that stuff. So some of it is about reflecting. And in those groups, I ask people to reflect each week and I have a form and they fill it out. And some people don't fill it out. And some people do. Um, and the people that do, I love because I can see the growth. I can also see where the struggle is and they can see if they were having the same struggle. So, uh, somebody that I work with on a regular basis, they also ask for that, that same sort of fill out the sheets sort of thing. Well, in that filling out, I end up saying that I am struggling with the same thing. And you know what the thing I struggle with? Me. I am my biggest hurdle, which is so sad, but it's true. So uh, Maura, my friend, she was talking about how she decided to look at the last, you know, this year, last year, and the year before. So 2019, 2020, and 2021. And she looked at it like, what did I learn in 2019? And what did I learn in 2020? And then what did I learn so far, right, in the majority of this year, in 2021? And what if you did that same exercise? Like, to me, that was really powerful and spoke to me. And it also helped me remember what season I am in. And and when people are calling me out and saying, Hey, you're never on social media. Like, why are you, you're never, you're just posting these things. It's like, you've fallen off the face of the earth. And that is sort of what it feels like. I have been in that cocoon because I'm ready to be, or I'm about ready to be released out of that protective um, layers, multiple layers and emerge as something else. And, and that, I mean, I don't know fully something else, but somewhat, right? But it's a, it's a new chapter and it can be scary, especially when this chapter is not like the chapter before. Right. And that happens to us all at all, all the time. But if you're tracking your progress, you will see where, what your holdup is or what your challenge or what your, your, your blocker, your, Uh, we have things like speed tables in where I live and like you totally have to slow down to not like bottom out your car on the speed table. And I think it's important for us to know what we are tracking and how we're tracking. And I would challenge you to to track it at least on a weekly basis so that you can look back and see what, what you have done. So, in Cocoon, these people go in and they have this transformation experience. These old people go in to the pool and they have the transformation experience. And there's this one guy who has a grandson and he's like, it's going to be great. They're going to go and live with the aliens. And they're, he's like, I'll never be sick and I'll never grow old and I'll never die. I'll never grow any older. And there's a scene in the movie and the little boy wants so much to be with his grandpa. And I really don't remember how it ends, Um, but he wants so much to be with his grandpa that he, um, he jumps and he, he, you know, he leaves the, the, uh, the one boat and he jumps to the other boat. I mean, he jumps, at least he made it to the boat, but I don't remember what happens after that, but it's just that he wanted so much to be with his grandpa. He would. All his family he was with, he was willing to just give them up, right? Because he knew he wouldn't die or whatever. And to me, I I don't feel that same way. I, I'm very glad that there is more transformation. It's not just this one time. We will, I know, but this is uncomfortable. And I was called out last week um, and I'm glad, so glad, right? Right. I've been being really safe, like on the side of the mountain. Say this is the side of the mountain and really close is the cliff. And I'm really almost ready to go, but I'm not ready. And I've been in this place for a while. And I'll do some things, but I won't commit to it. So I'll just do these little like, boop, and then I go back to safety. And then I, boop, I try something and I go back to safety. Anyway, it, it can be frustrating for other people. It can also be very frustrating for me because I'm not letting myself grow. It's like, I'm going to eat spinach one day out of the year. And if spinach made you stronger like Popeye, but I'm only going to do it one day of the year. But for me to see growth, I need to do it over and over and I need to practice and I need to see what works. Like I've done in power station or like I've done in camp, I've been able to play and see what works. So we're going to talk a little bit about how we're tracking and what you're tracking and and maybe some of the things that are holding you back a little bit. Um, and I'm kind of asking you to hold hold my feet to the fire so that I don't just stay safe anymore. So I don't know if you saw the movie. There is a, um, a link. If you're watching this on YouTube, there's a link to the show notes, and you can click it and watch the, the trailer or this clip and but this transformation state, this it's where it's safe to recalibrate, to align to this new form that they're, they're taking on. You're taking on me take, I'm taking on, but I'm taking the time to do this. And I have been in this holding pattern of not planning, just kind of going by the seat of my pants. Um, I mean, I plan lots of things, lots of things get done. It's not like I'm not productive, but I'm very productive for a client, but why am I not putting myself in a priority uh, or or my the, the lessons that I'm trying to teach? Why can't I seem to put that as a priority? Why am I always putting that second or third or eighth or whatever? The what is next is unknown. The what is next is that cliff that I'm looking over that I'm uncomfortable. But this is where that Indiana Jones, where he has to take that step of faith, it looks like he's going to be falling into this abyss, but it's really a bridge, but he just can't see it. But that's where I am. That, And I've had these stages in the past, you know, I also think about that it is like when um, Jesus called out uh, to, I believe it was Peter, to come and and meet him on the water. And walk on the water or when Moses had to go and, um, put his foot and his staff in the Red Sea for it to part, there takes some sort of action. And I have been up oh, just a little bit and then come back. So I've, so you can totally hold my feet to the fire and in, in this for sure. I think I am afraid of someone thinking, who does she think she is? How big are her, you know, panties she's gonna have to get a new is she gonna be able to fit in that car with that big head right that's not who i am but that's what i'm afraid of of someone thinking so i've been in the shadows i've been in on the side i've been lifting and, and i do believe it's super important to lift other people but if i don't have there's at some point I need to make sure that I have a place where people can be lifted up too, and I'm I am not doing a good job in that. So, um, I am just like you. I'm afraid of being found out. I am the fraud. I am the imposter. I'm a deceiver. I'm a disappointment. Right i I really do want to help people more than I want to stay in the shadows. But the shadows are really comfortable for me. And I am taking a step today. And I'm going to be talking about tracking my progress and how I've been doing it poorly, to be honest. And now I'm doing the best I can to realign. So if I've been vacant and I haven't gotten back to you, this is probably it. And I do have a ton of emails that I need to just try to get through. If you know somebody to help me, that would be helpful. Okay. So, Hopefully you can, if you're in a cocoon time or preparatory time, you're able to relate or maybe you're not able to relate. But one of the things I want to make different is design recharge. 10 years, what is that going to bring in episode 400? I know that the challenges are and things that are community building are really fun for me and I'm going to do more of those. It's, it's not easy. And we will hit hiccups, but I'm going to try. So, and if you didn't know it, I always do this live and you can tape, you can be there while I'm taping this live, not a rapid recharge. Well, you can be, because I did tape it already and now I'm redoing it so that it's maybe more flowing. (laughs) We'll see. Um, But you can always join us live every week, usually on Wednesdays at 2.30 Eastern, 7.30 Eastern. PM um, GMT 1130 Pacific time and 930 right now uh, in Hawaii. And when it's, I don't know, we've done the fallback already. So we're going to get started. How are you tracking your progress? I love this, that it says not sucking and sucking in the past and the future. And that that's not this nice curve. It's that it is this up and down, and there are the downs, and there are some big downs, so much downs that a lot of times people think I should not be doing this anymore. And if you notice, there is this big ink blot, and it is seeping in because often this can be the stain or the shadow that we are not ever going to erase or we don't feel like we can erase or we feel like it'll always be there and i hope not but for me it can be very prevalent currently i do like the sucking because then i mean then sucking not sucking because that's about a vacuum right and i love vacuums i love them to mow all right i'm gonna keep going so I titled this, how are you tracking your progress? How am I tracking my progress? And sometimes I just I haven't been tracking anything, but I get to this point, the unmotivated and uninspired, and I am dried up. And if I have not been tracking, I have no idea why I've gotten here. It could be that I'm dried up, that I don't have any money. It could be dried up, that I don't have any ideas. It could be dried up, that I don't have any time, but I'm burned out. Right. So if you are like this, there's, I can't go very far in that boat because there's nothing to take me. Or maybe the women will get this a little bit more than the men. Although all of us have this, we are in this situation where there is nothing. And we have to figure out what we are going to sacrifice Uh, our underwear, or are we going to text somebody? Or are we going to, you know, clog up the toilet with whatever we've got in our purse or whatever, right? I don't carry a purse. so I have no idea what I'm doing in this situation besides texting somebody. But this is definitely a situation I've been in. And there are different situations that you don't always have somebody you can text, right? But had I been more prepared, I would have maybe had something always, right? in a pocket or a friend that could bring me something. And oftentimes when we're out of ideas, it feels like the pressure comes in because we're the creative. We are supposed to be with this never ending wealth of ideas. We're the strategists. We're the ones that can help you do what you need to do, but we're out. We are dried up. And I don't know really why we're shocked because we fill ourselves with caffeine and, and we try and, um, and medicate or stimulate ourselves. And then we're never taking time to clear away the dishes to take time for that refining or the refreshing or the, the cleaning process or the transformation from these old dirties to this new because we're afraid people will stop showing up or we'll lose something or and if you're dried up you for sure are losing something because you cannot and often you will go somewhere else you will go to a new industry or a new field because you can't even stomach facing that or or you don't even want to do it like, it's not about facing somebody and them being disappointed. It's that you can't even stomach doing that anymore because you're so over it. So what are you tracking? In Power Station, we track quite a few things. We, we track what, um, what worked this week, what, how if we were trying to be visible, what were we doing? If we were trying to be collaborative, what were we doing? Um, what, what did we make? What did we learn? We also track what stood in the way and how do we recharge. And I always do throw something in there. And this has been a really fun one. Um, We've done dessert. What dessert are you this week? We've done what animal are you this week? We've done this season. We've been doing what plant are you? And that one's been a really good analogy. Like people have been searching and finding the plant that they are. And then they've told me about it, that it's dried up or it's prickly or it's flourishing. Right? So I can imagine now taking this into a, um, a, a calendar or something. And I'm painting these little, these little plants. And that is my tracker of how I am doing and maybe how successful I'm feeling and success. When somebody comes into something with me, that's one of the things we talk about. Success isn't for everybody just making a whole bunch of money. It's success often is how, what kind of impact are you having? So some people might use a, a daily planner to you know track their meetings or track things that they're accomplishing when things are due they're they're tracking skills improving or their business improving they're tracking whether their biceps are getting bigger or whether they're getting smaller right or our waist is getting smaller they're tracking where they've run or or what things they've learned or what they can do at different places because they're out and about. They may be tracking what their heartbeat per minute is or how many hours they've been standing or how many steps they've walked or how many exercise minutes they've been doing. And they're trying to just close the rings every day. They may be measuring how long something took them. They're measuring time You know, they used to, this used to take them two hours and now it's taking them 30 minutes. That's great. That's an improvement. Or maybe you're tracking your income that you've earned, the impact that you've made. I'd love to know how you're doing that. The skills that you've learned. uh, Maybe you just have a, a, a learned skills document that you're just every new skill that you've learned. You're putting that in there. And maybe it's about things you've obtained, or I did write and then I thought, oh, maybe I should not write this, but I also think there's a a part of our life where we're consuming or we're getting a lot of things, but then we're also, there comes a time in our life where we are letting go of a lot of things. So maybe it's things obtained or things you let go. And every week with Power Station, I do this random Friday, Saturday, or Sunday reflection reminder. Now everybody doesn't always reflect the reason is, is that it comes at a different time to remind them to go in into their sheet and to rework. It's not just for me. It is a way for them to tell me how, how things are going, but they have access to this for forever. They can go back and see and track their progress and see where, like me, I keep being my problem. I am my own problem. The mindset, the whatever, whatever. Or they're they keep hitting the same wall because they're tracking it and they're seeing it and they're able to go back and read. It's powerful. But if you don't do it, how will you know? And for many, many years, I haven't been really tracking my design recharge. I don't really go back and listen to them. And I do know that there were really powerful things that I've learned from people, but it is a way for me to see where I have grown in how my designs grown. if you're looking at my portfolio, I know exactly when I started talking to Bethany Heck. And I know when I've talked to Dylan Minguez. And I know when I've talked to different people that are impacting the way that I'm doing things different because they've taught me something. So in managing your expectations, there are times when you are in that cocoon but there are also times when you don't fit the cocoon anymore. You have to get out just like this little cat doesn't really fit in this box, but it really wants to fit the box, but it's getting too big for the box. And maybe that's where you are, but it is really safe. It's really nice to be on this side of the mountain, not on this side of the trail that could go over the edge. You may have seen this before. If you uh, have, heard me talk somewhere else, I tend to use this image a lot because a lot of things that I talk about are, you just got to be you. And I'm talking to myself just as much as I'm talking to anybody else. I just need to, when I do lean into who I am, I am better. And I need to not worry about what somebody else, what else somebody's bucket has or what they're doing in their bucket. I just need to worry about me. But now comparison can be a good thing. But most of the time we think of comparison as never measuring up. I can never catch up to my sister. I will never be as tall as her. I probably will never be as smart as her, but I will never be as old as her. I will never be as big as her, right? There are things and there's always going to be someone. I'm never going to be as good of a book designer as Paul. I'm never going to be as good at drawing straight lines as as Debbie Clapper, but what are we really measuring is do I really care about drawing straight lines? No, but I care about other things. And I know that if I need straight lines, I can call Debbie. And if I need something abstract, I can call Debbie. And if I need something, a book done, I'll call Paul. I don't have to do everything by myself. So imposter syndrome shows up, especially when comparison happens. So I drew these inner demons. I was trying to personify them. And often these are things that are opposing on the same, Troy Coleman calls it, it's a boardroom inside your head. And these, these, for me, I'm telling them inner demons. This one is telling me I'll never fit in. But at the same time, there's another one that says, I'll never stand out. You'll never stand out. And then The another one's like, they'll find out you're a fraud, right? It's they're always talking in the you. I probably shouldn't have done that differently, but this one has all these eyes because it can see my ideas and it can, it knows that they're not good enough. And because of that, because of that imposter syndrome or the fraudness or being worried about that, I will say yes more than I should which is really detrimental. And it's been detrimental to me. I'm a people pleaser. And what I do is I overcommit. Look at the head on that beer. If I poured that beer for you, you would be like, nope. And I tried to hand it to you. You'd be like, no, just wait till the head goes down. That's the cocoon phase. And then finish the pour, right? Finish giving me what I paid for. And I don't want to overcommit, but it happens. I don't want to pour the beer bad but it might happen, but I just need to wait. I need to be patient. I need to angle it correctly and it won't happen. But sometimes I hit capacity. And that's kind of where I have been this year. 2021 for me, has been hitting capacity. 2020 was being obedient and taking risks, even though. And I, it feels like I'm always hitting the same wall. But my expectations for myself are unreasonable. I tend to see just the bad. And my self-doubt often in negative self-talk has held me back. Just like now it is holding me back. And sometimes even extinguished my light. I'm not burned out and I don't want to get burned out. But I have to start taking care of myself so that this doesn't happen. Because when I'm alone and I'm not talking to people about what I'm doing, stuff sucks, just like a vacuum. So some of you may know this already, and I'm just going to repeat it. So in 2011 and 2012, I was teaching full time, teaching five classes per year, at the University of South Alabama. I was tenured. I was a. I think I got my associate's professor in June of 2012, but I had already applied for it. So I was working on the next promotion, which is to full professor. And I had applied for a position at Auburn, my alma mater, and I had gotten rejected. I, they didn't even send me a letter. I just never heard. I had to call and ask if they had filled the position. They said, yes. And it wasn't with me, clearly. And I was growing my business. I went back and I counted. I had 53 projects and I had 25 active clients, which is a lot. That's what we have to do in academia. We have to work. We have to earn at least one national or international award per year to keep our release time. So I don't have six classes per year and also to work on that promotion, to be an active member of the industry. I had an hour commute four days a week. And I, one of those days I was with a client um, that time for the fourth day, teaching three days a week, whatever. and then but there was no design community within two hours. And so my design and my ideas were getting stagnant. And because I didn't want my alma mater to be not proud of me and I never wanted to get rejected again. Of course, I didn't ever, never bitter um, at Auburn for that. I'm really glad because I knew that I had to make a change and I wasn't going to be a lonely only anymore. I was going to, pour into community and I was going to learn and I was going to bring people along. It wasn't just something I wanted to do for myself. I wanted to do wanted to do design recharge for others as well so that they could come along And I had to take action. And the action I took was to start a podcast or web show or whatever I call it at that time. The more voices I Bring And this goes back to the beaver. And if you've seen in the old ones, I believe that designers are like beavers. The beaver is my, the animal that I would be if I had to be an animal. And a beaver protects a variety of species. And so a designer also, and for me, community brings in a variety of opportunities and a variety of perspectives, outside perspectives, brings growth, It brings stability obviously it brings community and connection and it it is a supportive foundation on something to build and to do something new with. And for me, design recharge is all about hope. And for me, as I look back at all the 10 years of design recharge, that is how I've time-lapsed my progress. But how do you time-lapse yours? Do you journal? Do you you know, take a screenshot every Friday of what projects you're working on or your favorite project in the week or what you've learned this week or how you failed. But see, I need people to help me weed because the weeds are coming no matter what, but I can't get them all on my own. And especially if I'm growing this way, I sometimes can't even see the weed over there. So I love this image for the fact that she clearly is not going to push over that tree. She does not look like she's committed to it. She actually doesn't even look like she's committed to really stretching her chin or calf or whatever she's hamstring. I don't even know what she's stretching, but I need people to challenge my vacuum made decisions. These things that I've done in private or alone and when this happens, when I do share, and this is what's been happening since camp, since August, I've been working with a few people on some of these things that I feel like God's put on my heart is what is in this next, in the next path. And I need truth not to be placated. And my friend Faye last week or a couple of weeks ago, she was, she just put her hand up. She's like, whoa, 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 what you are, you've lost me because I was explaining, explaining, explaining. And um, she's like, I, I'm lost. And my friend Shane did the same thing yesterday, except without his hand. And I need people who are going to do that to me. And I'm so grateful for people that, that, but these are not huge groups of things. These are small, safe groups where I'm getting truth and they will give me truth. They're holding my feet to the fire. Often, something that I find that works really well in the groups that I've led is that I try to create an atmosphere of equality where we everybody has something to to give. So when it's in a classroom and in school, I try to say, "What do you see? What can you do to help Judy get further?" And Judy says she wants to learn, so bring it, show her what. She needs. So I needed someone to walk beside me. I needed friends. I needed friends who were going to be willing to sit really close when I was really hot and sweaty and wet and smelly. I needed them to encourage and guide me and have fun and not be frustrated. Because to me, growth happens in community and when we're connected, when we can follow and we can share the lead and share the work. Because to me, when we wander aimlessly, uh, when we're alone, it's just because we're afraid of making the wrong move. And that means we never make a decision and we never make a move. And I've shown this image a lot. I think about this like little Jimmy and overthinking causes paralysis and adult swim is over and everybody's waiting for the little Jimmy to jump. And he just can't make that decision. And that's how I feel. I feel like little Jimmy. I am on the edge. I've told a few people, hey, I'm going to go do something on the diving board. And now they're just waiting for me. They're happy for me. They're so excited. They can't wait. But I'm just standing on the end of the board. And I haven't done it. It's really frustrating for those people, too, who want to get back in the pool because it's hot. They want to go. They want to come with me in the pool. But I'm just afraid. Maybe you've been afraid. I mean, I've been really afraid. So some of the things that are going to be changing is how I do some design recharges and and how I start posting and how I adjust some other things. Um, time and structuring other things that are, I'm pouring into. So I'm excited, but also super scared. I hate disappointing people. I hate telling people no but I can't tell everybody. Yes. And this is an African proverb that sometimes is attributed to other people, but I've done the research. I think it is just an African proverb. So if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And I absolutely believe that it actually makes it pretty fast. When, if you can be open and honest with other people, and if you show up for them and you tell them truth, then they will show up and tell you. So, What I did was I joined groups, I made friends, I was helpful, I was curious, I was timely, I was on time, I showed up, I was there over and over and over. And when I was able to be vulnerable, what I saw were my weaknesses were actually seen as strengths and sometimes even superpowers. But that couldn't have happened if I didn't have a community hold that mirror up to me. And that's what a community does. That's a growth community. I also needed a place to play and explore and practice and people to do that with. So if I messed up, they would still love me, right? I needed people who were going to be honest and hold their hand up and be like, what? This is what? Not people who were just like, oh, it's fine. Let's just do a fake smile. So I, needed, I called those sounding boards of truth. I also needed somebody to be accountable, for me to be accountable to, and to hold my feet to the fire, to get, say, hey, you said you were going to do this. Let's go. Those people to push me. And I'm asking you to do that for this next, this next season of Design Recharge, because I don't believe we're competing with each other. I think there's plenty of work to go around. But the worry is in the boardroom people, the little boardroom demons in my head show up and I worry if I'm not enough, how can I do this? I haven't done this before. What if, what if I fail? What if I, I, I mess up and they want their money back or, um, I didn't get to help them like I could, like I wanted to. And this is the boardroom. You're not funny. Who do you think you are? They weren't going to like you. You're not smart enough to do this. And then there's this equation. So to please you, I have to give up authenticity and I risk rejection. But the other thing is if I don't, then I'm just going to be taking on and on and on and I will be the burned out boat, right? In the middle of the desert, or I could risk being uncomfortable but authentic and very uncomfortable. So I'm going for the uncomfortable, but I'm hoping I can get through it. So I want super friends, not super fans. And I'm not trying to create a um, a new planet with all of my friends or fans or whatever. I just, I just want friends and that's what I bring. And so if you are going to find or create a community, I hope that you are willing to change. If you are going to be a part of a community that already exists, I hope that you will be willing to change. I hope that you will be willing to be vulnerable first, whether joining one or creating one. And I hope that you will share your struggles and most importantly, share their wins. That's really hard for a lot of people to do. And in a community, they share the work. So these are the birds, right, that are flying. And Leroy out in front doesn't always uh, stay out in front. He's not the lead bird always. He's just the lead bird for uptime. And they all draft off of him. And then he's like, hey, Martin, it's your turn, buddy. And then Martin comes up. And it may not be for the same amount of time that Leroy was up there. Because Martin may be younger or older, and he's not as strong but they still take their turns and they listen. And I think that's really key in a, in a community and something I've really believe in. And that's how power station and these power strips that are part of the accelerant program. That's how they work. And they also allow you to fail. Oh, I wish they, we didn't have to, but they allow us to play and explore and we might break something, but they're going to be there with, and they're going to help us fix it or, Remind us that it's not as bad as it is. Your community will be there with you to help you plan your next move. And this isn't thousands of people in this meeting. This is a few or a few people that you're talking to. But these people will be there and they will see your spark. And that's really powerful. And you need those people. They will also tell you the truth. Look at her face. She is like, "Mm, I do not want this truth. And now really she doesn't want the truth because she knows it's going to sting, but she's not moving, right? Your community will help you embrace your awkwardness and just laugh with you. They will help you validate ideas and discount ideas. Hey, that's not a good idea. They will help you find other opportunities. So I am encouraging you, but I also really feel strongly about creating space for people to grow and practice and to shine. So simply, I just want to try. So hold my feet accountable. Help me to embrace the unknown and encourage me just like I would encourage you just to keep practicing. I didn't used to know how to brush my teeth, but I got better just like you did. I didn't know how to tie my shoes coming out of the womb but I don't even worry about time my shoes now. I just need to focus on what the next step is and just getting through that. And so maybe you're there with me, that we just need to worry about practicing and not being perfect. We need to just take that action because we can't control time at all, but we control what's next and we can control what side of the mountain path we're on. So I had to reset my mindset. I have had to do this many times. And I am listening to what God has called me to do, which is to stay focused on serving and helping others. And whatever capacity that is, he's making it clear. And for me, it is creating places for people to grow and practice and shine. So we're not going to stand in the middle of the stream the entire year. We are going to keep moving because we will get frozen right in the stream, but that's sometimes where I am. So maybe there's a friend you need to reach out to that is kind of frozen or you haven't seen them in a while. So see if they're in a cocoon or see if they're in a frozen spot. Maybe you need to be part of that um, warming for them or prepping for the next or talking to them about their transition so that they can uh, emerge. So I, I do believe that comparison can be the thief of joy by Teddy Roosevelt said that, but I also believe that we can flip it and see what is awesome about comparing. So I am giving you these, uh, Damien and I do these Sunday sketches, and this is one of our exercises. I made a whole bunch of blobs, and then I scanned in the blobs, and then i I shared them with my students and then I've also shared them. I did the, we did the live and Amy made the woman. I made the couch. Grace made the moon and uh, Randy made this, like, I don't know, peeling of ham or something. I, I love it. So sometimes comparisons are these unexpected joy pieces. This was, I believe from a Skillshare class that I was taking. And I love this, uh, um, Slavia and I, of course, can't think of her name. She's in Canada, I believe, and she's fabulous and she's on Skillshare. And this middle piece right here, I loved this piece and, um, but I couldn't unsee what I had seen and what I had seen was a running milkshake. Don't you see that running milkshake, running milkshake, right? Don't you see it? (laughs) Um, I also see this cheesecloth, um, you know, security envelope and my, you know, at bill and I made Victor. So I took things that existed and repurposed them and transformed them into this beautiful book about a car with ADHD that my friend Lydia wrote and I just illustrated. So maybe we can compare. Um, The one on the left is one of my students. Um, The one on the right is mine. Uh, Amy's is on the left. And I believe it's Grace's is on the right. It's funny that, you know, um, one, there is a camera. And the other one sees um, a flower. One saw um, a dog and one saw a seal. I just think it's amazing what we see and what, this is how comparison is so freaking awesome. So if you want to see these, you can actually, you should be able to use your QR or your phone to get these. If you want to play, this is something that I had done for uh, the Des Moines Addies um, conference that I had, uh, but there will be a link underneath as well. So you can download them. Damian did this in one of our Sunday sketches. So this is my scrubby puff. And he, from this, made this creature. I made this and I'm showing the progress through. I can't unsee it. I always am seeing this. So if you feel like this, that you're just oh, giving up, there's no one to swing with. You can't even get on the swing. Then you just need to make a friend with me. And this is how you get to do it. So if you want, like, I try to make a new friend every week. I've done this for the last maybe two or three years and it's fabulous. I love doing this. This is the, what I like to do. So you can always contact me. That's my phone or you can email me or you can reach out on most social media. I think all of them I'm at design recharge. And I just appreciate you i appreciate the time that you gave me today and i know we are before thanksgiving here in america so happy thanksgiving and happy holidays and two more episodes next week is damian uh, williams and josh lewis are going to be talking about a collaboration illustration project that they did remotely together um uh, about the oklahoma massacre and they did this in a series um last year over maybe a month, and I can't wait to ask them questions about it, and I can't wait for you to come along, and then we'll have one more episode um, before the year is out so that I can start episode 400 in January, and I hope that you will uh, hold my feet to the fire. I know that I'm doing something scary, and I know, you know what, it may not work, but I'm trying to reflect and see what has worked and what I can make work, and some of it's going to be uncomfortable. I hope you will share what you've learned in 2019, 2020, and 2021 with me. And I just hope you have a great day. And I can't wait to see you next week. Thanks.